I got a great guest today, Mark Consuelos, who kind of everybody loves. He is, of course, the co-host of Live with Kelly and Mark, him being Mark. Uh, it's on everywhere, obviously, around the country. You check your local listings. And interesting enough, I don't know if everybody knows this, the number one talk entertainment show. I mean, that includes light, late night, daytime. I knew it was the number one daytime, but it is the number one entertainment talk show, period. Period. I know. Um, <laughs> I know, really. <laughs> that's pretty big. It was number one. Um, it's been number one for a long time. So when I came onto the show, I said, it, there's only one place to go from here. Yeah, exactly. And cool. I knew whose fault it's going to be. Oh, gosh. Yeah. No, but we've, we've been lucky enough to uh, maintain those ratings. So how has anything changed in your marriage since you start doing Obviously, you, you guys, it's one thing to live together and, and raise kids together and be married together. And you guys are, have a notoriously wonderful relationship. But now you add this into the sauce. How do things change? Um, not in, in, you know, Incredibly, not very much. Um, the only thing that's changed is I would say that, you know, Kelly would go to bed early during the week and I could never figure out why I'm like we're you know our friends wanted to have dinner like at eight or nine o'clock at night no I see you I see you at polo and you guys are usually at the 6 30 seating I mean (laughs) (laughs) exactly and um and now I understand why I mean I apologized to her once I got the job I'm like oh all those late dinners in the middle of the week on a school night where you you didn't want to go and you still went I get it. So I think that's the biggest, that's the biggest thing that we're both, you know, during the week, it's very, you know, we go to bed early, get our notes for the, for the show the day before we look at them. Um, we worked together, we started working together. That's how we met. Sure. So we worked together on a soap on all my children for seven, for seven years. 22 years ago. Twenty-two or, or more years than ago. that. It was, I'm just saying it, yeah. she left 22 years ago, but you started in, in, uh, was it 28 years ago? 20, right, 96. Ago. Yeah. 96. Yeah, yeah. Wow. And, um, and that was, and then we got married like a year and change later. And you know, that was, that was long. You're, you're shooting an episode of a television show a day, 60 pages a day, sometimes pieces of other shows. So it, it wouldn't be abnormal for me to have 40 to 50 pages of dialogue, um, a day. And we commuted, we moved to New Jersey during that time. That was tough. And we just had, we had small kids. Um, now we're an empty nest. And I don't know, it's kind of great. I mean, it's, it's, it's pretty smooth. You know, the, it's interesting because most of my friends are empty nesters. And I found that the people that have really good marriages, it makes it even better. And the people that don't, it makes it worse because it's no longer, sometimes people get to the point where like the kid's not there anymore and you go, oh, it's just you and me. What the fuck, you know? Right, right. No, I, I think for us, you know, it was when we, when our youngest went to college, it was, man, it was kind of, it wasn't like devastating to our marriage, but yeah, you got, you got so ripped out. Yeah. 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 I didn't expect, I really didn't expect that. I would be brushing my teeth, you know, during the summer and also I'd be overcome with like grief. And she's like, what's wrong? I go, I can't believe, you know, and it's funny. I was the one when they were small, that couldn't wait. I'm like, I can't wait. I can't wait till I can like read the New York times. I can't wait till I can, you know, get up whenever I want. And and, and now, Oh, it happened. It happened way, way too fast. Yeah. I got one in 10th grade and I'm, I'm dreading her leaving in two years. Hey, I want to go, I want to, I want to go back to the beginning when you guys met. I love the story of how basically Kelly was already on all my children and she saw your headshot and she said, that was it. She fell in love. I mean, that must've been a pretty strong headshot. I wish I could see the headshot. It was, 
I, I would, it, it, I was from Tampa, so I'm not sure how good the headshots were down yeah, there. Right. Um, but yeah, I guess, I guess it was a good headshot. Um, yeah, I, I, I moved, I flew up to New York for the audition. Um, I had just graduated college. Um, and I think it was maybe two or three months after I graduated. I, I, before I graduated, I started taking an acting class. I was, Donnie, I was a marketing major. I was like in your line of work. I was like, I know. I saw it at, at Florida, at South Florida University. Yeah. US, USF. Yeah. But yeah, I got a, I got an agent, you know, cause they were doing, they were doing, uh, shows. They started doing TV projects in Florida. They thought that was going to be another studio, big, big area where right. people would go down and start shooting. And I was able to get an agent. And like, you know, three months later I was on a, my, one of my first auditions, big auditions, and I never left New York. And what do you remember feeling when you met Ke- when you, Kelly for the first time? I mean, she, she, for her was love at first sight. Yeah. Donnie, I don't know, man. I, I was so. I was, you know, I, this is what I wanted to do for a living. Like I, it was my dream and I, and I was realizing my dream after just a few months. Um, Which is I, almost you know, unheard of. It's almost unheard of. It, it, it totally is. And, um, and I was so blown away. I was in New York city. I'd visited a couple times. My plan was to move to New York city after I graduated after a few months and then move to New York and study at the studios. One of the studios there, um, and get a job at a restaurant and become like that actor. I, cause I didn't know that much about the craft and I really wanted to, to learn it and get good. And so to actually have kind of skipped over that and had this opportunity to work on a, on a great show. Um, I remember when I first met her, she was amazing. I met, I met her in the rehearsal hall the day before my screen test, they introduced us. They said, Hey, you guys are gonna be uh, testing, uh, screen testing tomorrow. I just want you to meet Kelly Ripa. And she was hilarious. She was in rollers and she had like, I think she had toothpaste on a, on a blemish. Right. He was like, uh, you don't want this job. Look what they do to you. And so when I first met her, I, you know, it would, it didn't, it wasn't, I couldn't even fathom the idea of actually like that. Okay. That's going to be my girlfriend or, Oh my God. I, I, it, it was so, I was so out of my league, out of my depth just being in New York, it didn't quite hit me until I start, we started working together. And I remember Donnie, the, I think when it first hit me, she wore the, the best shoes. She always had these really, I love, sexy- I love women's shoes. I, I, I'm a, I, I got it. I got it. And she dressed really cool, like devil may care, right? Yeah. Like this and this like sweatshirt or like the sweater kind of off, kind of off like this. We smoked then. And the way she smoked a cigarette, I said, "Oh my God, this is like a French yeah. perfume commercial." I was Im- I was smitten again, again. You know, I had I didn't I go, oh, "Yeah, cool. This girl is is gorgeous, and she's smart, and she had all these books in her dressing room that she read." I'm like, "I had a book." <laughs> and she knew so much, and she was just so. I don't know. There was something about her. I keep doing this because the way she, it was just, I don't know. I found her extremely, extremely sexy. Um, but that's, I think that's when it hit me is like when we were started rehearsing together and spending more time together, like in her dressing room, it's like, wow, this girl is, this woman is, is really special. You know, it's interesting. Work is is actually the most natural way to meet somebody. You know, is it obviously we've gone through this whole meet me too thing, but when Jay Leno ended his show after his run, the final thing he did, he opened up the curtain 
And what here are all the families that met on my show. He was so proud of it. I ran an agency. I loved when people, it's the most natural, you know, it's now the world has changed and obviously superior and subordinate is a whole different thing. Sure. It's a direct force, but it's the, it's the most natural way to meet somebody. It's a shared passion. You're spending all your time together, especially in the arts. Uh, absolutely. I think, and then she, she jokes as if, if, if we met in today's world, she would have been brought up on HR yeah. charges. No, and it, for, for sure. And I'm like, wait, were you in a position of prominence? I thought, I think we were both, we were both at the same <laughs> spot. Who are you kidding? I was here seven years before you. Um, but we spent, you know, Donnie, you're right. We spent so many hours together and there was another married couple on the show, Eva LaRue and John Callahan. They met and they got married on the show. Um, I, I'm probably missing a few others, but there were other people dating on the show. Um, you know, you, we spent 12, 13 hours a day. We didn't know anybody else. You know, you're there for 60 hours a week. You, you don't that's, have time to uh, Yeah, you, that's what you're doing. It's, it's you, all your waking hours. I know it. I know it. That's right. So you, your wife has a great Instagram. She kind of is very um, open about some photos she shows of you, and you're in great shape. You're ripped. You make us all look bad. Uh, and, is there, and I know your kids sometimes have issues with that, particularly your daughter Lola is like, ugh, what are you doing? What's right. the, when you see her posting something, what's your first reaction? Um, you know, I usually don't, I don't put too much weight on anything Instagram related, social media related. I know it's, it's a necessity for our business. And if it wasn't, I wouldn't have it. Right. Um, when, so I don't take a lot of stock in it. I don't care. Um, if she asks me if she wants to post something, I barely look at it. I'm like, sure, whatever you want. You're funny. You're great. Your captions are awesome. I really, I, I, I really don't have that much of uh, a reaction to it. You know, yes, when the kids were a little younger, when they were living in the house, my daughter would be like, why are you doing that? That's disgusting. He's my dad or, you know, something right. silly like that or vice versa. But that's, I think that's a natural reaction of a kid and their parents. Your chemistry speaks for itself. That's what worked. By the way, even if you weren't married, it's all about chemistry on the air and you, you have that going in and you certainly have it on the air. What's, what's, what's off limits? Where's the line? Because you want to let your audience in. You want to bring them in. You want to uh, metaphorically bring them into your bedroom. But what's off limits? Yeah, I think if you watch the show, um, anybody who actually watches the show and is not like read something that they took out and out of context and then like made it something else as they do is for, for, for clickbait. And I know the game, that's what they do. They yeah. want to get people to click on it. I think they would understand I, that if a person hasn't, you know, the people that do understand that, I guess the line that we, we talked about it and the way I like to describe it is if you're having lunch or brunch, cause that's exactly kind of this, the time frame that we're doing it. Uh, yeah. I'm breakfast, 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 lunch, I'm sorry, breakfast, lunch, brunch, whatever's like, okay for that type yeah. of conversation. Um, that's the line. And obviously, you know, we know each other so well, uh, at this point, I don't even, I, I know, I know the line and she knows line for me. Yeah. And it's almost like, even like a look or kind of like, I, you know, if I don't know, or she doesn't know, we don't, we, we okay. don't even get close to, we don't get close to it at all. Um, but all the other stuff I think is, you know, you know, the game it's like yeah. we, she said, I think she complained that I snored and she'd rather I sleep outside. Right. And it was hilarious. It was and then everybody picks up. Kelly doesn't want to sleep in the same bed with Mark anymore. You know? Mark is banished to the woods yeah. outside, blah, blah, or, you know, or she'll, you know, one of the items for the day will be something about 
it could be, you know, sex related, has nothing to do with us or a show that's based on some sex thing. And we talk about it and it's hilarious or, or entertaining. And then somehow we're like these sex crazed people. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we're not. I mean, you know. No, but I think it, what, what people like to know, you know, is there's so many couples out there that don't have, after a lot of years, don't have chemistry anymore. And I, you always hear about all these sexless marriages. It's nice to see a couple that you know, kind of your sense are still hot for each other. And I think that's, oh. that, that really works for you guys. I think it really does. Definitely. Definitely. Definitely hot. Um, there's, you know, uh, I'm definitely hot for her for sure. I think that's, that's, that's the key. She still does it for me. And, and, you know, I still get the butterflies. Um, you're a you lucky know, guy yeah. after all these years. I always ask every guy, you know, as a guy who's had two failed marriages, I don't want to say failed because they lasted and I have kids and, but I always become a little bit of a student when I meet somebody that really appears to have a very strong marriage. And so what's the secret? Mm. What, like if I just, we're, out, we're having a drink and I go, okay, so what, why, why does it work? What works? Um, I would say that I found someone that we are able to dream about the future together. Um, it started when we first got together, when we first got married, and we were, you know, in some fabulous hotel, which we would probably not feel as fabulous as now. Like, oh, <laughs> yeah. oh my God. <laughs> it's, got a, it's got its own shower. It's got its own. What's this funny toilet? Right. Um, and we would, you know, and we would take a walk. And I remember, I can remember countless walks, whether, whether it was hiking or walks on the beach, and we would have fun, like, planning out our life. And wouldn't it be great when this, and I want, we, we should, you know, we should go here or we should go that, go there, or, you know, this, you know, we, I, we always wanted to live here. Wouldn't that be amazing? And seeing those dreams come true. Um, I think the, the one piece of advice I'd be like, find someone you can, that you can dream with, um, who doesn't think you're crazy when you tell them your dreams, um, that you don't go running when they tell them yours. I think that I think that if you want to boil it down for me, that's I a great answer. That's 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 it. That's what it is for us. So, what's the dreams for the next 10, 15 years now? Uh, gosh, she doesn't like me talking about this too much because I, I totally get why. But I can't wait to have grandkids. Yeah, I cannot wait to have um, to. It's all to- the it's all the good and none of the pain in the ass. It's every, every grandparent will tell you the same thing. It's just it's all it's like great and then like here, you know here. Yeah. yeah. You know, and I get to, and I watched my dad with my kids and he, my dad was a great dad. My great dad, dad, I had the best dad also. Yeah. Great dad, but very busy. And he was, you know, always working, traveling. Same and, thing. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, it's different you know, when they're grandparents. It's different when they're grandparents. Getting degrees. Yeah. And I had plenty of conversations with him when I knew he was kind of maybe thinking about something else, but the focus he has now with like when he watching him when my kids were younger even now the focus he has um with my kids i think that at that stage in my life um hopefully you know some things will be slowing down in my career where i can just maybe focus a little bit be a little less distracted than i was with my kids i was i mean we're always we're always distracted you know and we live in new york city and schools and work and whatever life is, is, is a lot. And so I'd love to be as focused as, as I maybe a little more focused on, 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 and doting on, on the grandkids and I get to hand them back. You get to hand them back. Yeah. We live a couple blocks away. You guys are notoriously known for being normal. 
I mean, you both are very high profile, yet you've managed to raise what seems like three great kids. Mm. There's been nothing, nothing's ever in the press that's not supposed to be there. How, like, what's been the formula for that? I think, you know, Kelly's from a small town in South Jersey. I don't know the population, but it's small. Um, I spent 10 years, you know, from first grade to my junior year in high school or sophomore year in high school, rather, um, in a small farm town, like in Lebanon, Illinois, 3,200 people in the town. I lived on the edge of the city limits. I think we're small, like super small town people. I know we, I know it's weird. We live in New York city. Yeah. Um, we, our parents are still, our, both sets of parents are still together. Um, super family oriented. Um, n- nobody in our family is really impressed with what we do. They think it's silly. Yeah. <laughs> it's amazing. Kids will bring you down to earth. You know what I mean? No, I'm, talking really- about, I'm talking about our extended family. Okay, like, okay, parent, like right. you know, my, my brother went to Princeton and doctor. He's like, what? Right. what you, you, do? you talk, they pay you to talk to people. I'm like, not only, not only a, a, you're a doctor, but I've played a doctor <laughs> on TV and I'm pretty sure I made more money than right, you. Right. There you go. Good answer. And he went to Prince and he went to Princeton and, you know, he kind of lorded that over me, uh, for many years. But then I was asked to speak at Princeton. There you go. And, and Donnie, I called him up. I said, I said, Hey Mike, he goes, Hey, what's going on? I'm busy right now. I go, no, well, you can just give me, give me two minutes. Guess where I am right now. He goes, I don't know. Some Hollywood party or something so no i'm in um princeton new jersey he goes oh yeah what are you doing there i go i'm actually inside i'm sitting in the admissions office i'm about to speak at the at, the, at princeton university have you ever spoken at princeton university uh, have they ever called you back to speak goes, good no. for you good for you man go, you hear that noise and there's a printer going i go they're printing me out an honorary degree <laughs> <laughs> in moments like that do you ever kind of wait for someone to tap you on the shoulder and go, oh, you, out of here, come on. You, you, most really successful people have a healthy sense of fraudulence about them where you go, what, what, what am I doing here? You know what I mean? Yeah, you know, it's, um, what do they call it? Um, imposter syndrome? Imposter syndrome, yeah. Yeah, you know, I think, I think it's really, I think it really, really is normal. I, I mean, I've been thinking about that a lot lately. Um, and sometimes I was like, oh, I have imposter syndrome. I can't believe I'm this kid from Florida that, you know, I'm here and this is my life. And, you know, we have this great family. And so I, and with work for me, uh, sometimes I would let it get in the way a little bit. You know, I'd be sitting there in, 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 in the green room or with other actors waiting for, you know, backstage, waiting for them to turn the cameras around. This kid went to Yale. This actress went to Carnegie Mellon, you know, NYU. And I, you know, I, I jumped out of, you know, mark, a marketing degree, took yeah. two classes and jumped right into the soaps. And I used to get really kind of um, ner- anxious about it or I would think about it too much. And I think it actually would – if we think about it too much – it limits, it definitely will limit us and it'll keep us right where our brain says you're not supposed to be. You're not supposed to be there. It's gonna, you, you should be down here. And so I've been working on that recently. I've been working on like, you know what? You're here for a reason. Now go, go hit it out of the park. You know, so that's, that's been kind of my new, new take on imposter syndrome. I, and I know it's a very, very common thing. It's a very, very common thing. Yeah, it's, it's actually healthy. Where do you guys, yeah. you, know, you guys are an entertainment show and the world is so fucked up right now and, and people yeah. are not tuning in to hear that from you yet. You do, yeah. you, you kind of, you do your riff every day. How, where will you go as far as getting, cause it's, it's so, you want to connect with people. It's so on people's minds now. Yet yep. that's not what they're coming to you for, but yet you're sharing yourselves as humans so what's where 
I don't want to say where's the line there, but where, what, where is your gut say, well, this is, we just don't go here. Yeah. Donnie, I got to tell you, man, we first, the first thing we do when the alarm goes off um, at six o'clock in the morning, <laughs> we turn on morning Joe. There you go. Show of right. And I love, we love you guys. Thank I you. love when Thank you're on you. there. You're always really great. We made a joke. I call it the morning hose. Let's turn let's put on the morning <laughs> hose. She goes, you want to watch the hose? Let's watch the hose. Right, that's, I love and it. I love, I love starting my dates. It's sobering. Yeah. I, it's sobering. You guys do such a great job. Joe, of, Joe and Meek are just, and they've created like a family there. It's really, it's a, it's a special place. I feel really privileged to be a part of it. I agree, and we're such big fans. Yeah. I mean, tell please tell them we watch them every. I'm not going that, not to. That they, not they care, but another married couple watches right, another okay, married right. couple on TV. Love that show. So, so where will we go? So October seventh happened, and October 9th is Monday. And our show, our assignment is to lift people up and to give them a smile because we know a lot of our audience is either a mom at home with a newly born baby, people in the hospital, that time of day. Yeah, yeah, you know, they're, yeah. They're home. Nobody wants to be smacked in the face, you know. Yeah, and so that's kind of our, that's kind of our, that's the assignment yeah. is to whatever's going on in the world. So what, how, did to, you, how did you handle it that morning? We, we, I, I, Just we, in touch. We, some, no, 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 no. Oh, okay. Some things you, you, some things you have to address. You know, we, we, right off the top, we, you know, talked about the horrific images that we woke up to on Saturday morning, and we pray for all the people that were affected by this. And you know, we said, you know, and, and it, you know, for the quick return of the of the hostages, and just, you know, we know have so many friends and family that have been affected yeah. by this. If you live in New York. It, You're you know, somehow there, affected. There, there isn't someone that you don't know that knows someone yeah. that's been affected by this. Yeah. yeah. And so some things are unavoidable, um, and you have to address it. Say that okay, we it, it's here. We addressed it. Now now it's our job to take you away. Yeah. yeah. To take you away for an hour, not so much to um, forget it, but maybe just a distraction for for an hour. And that's you know. And Kelly Kelly was on the air on September 11th. Wow. She was on, was the, on the air, air while it was happening. Wow, I never thought were, about that. Yeah. The news reporters were racing down to the scene. So they're like, roll, keep going. And she talks about that. And, you know, and I would say, you know, I just started doing this six months ago. And so for the past 23 years, I would often send her off to work after a school shooting, which are the worst. That's that to me. That's, that's the worst. Um, and, you know, and she said, I don't know how I'm going to do this today. I don't know how I'm going to do this today. And I'd say, it's okay. It's going to be okay. And, and I really didn't appreciate what she said until, you know, that happened on on that Monday. And I'm like, oh man, this is, this is rough. Um, but yeah, I think it's not our job to dwell on it, but you, you can't ignore it. And um, that's a good, good answer. So what you talked about being a grandfather. So what else, what, if you were going to predict or not predict dream your word next 10 years for you? I'd love to be hiking in a mountain somewhere. <laughs> Seriously, I love Colorado. Um, you know, building a house out there. I I love Colorado so much. Um, you know, and find an ocean somewhere else where I can go half half the other year. And really, what, I, what we've done, Donnie, is we've we're building two grandkid magnets. That's the, it's yes, that's the key. Same thing. It's yes. important to be first in line when the holidays come. Amen. I, my smart friends and the ones who are in a position to do it, they realize it. And it's interesting. I have a house out east, and I, it's not conducive 
to that, and I'm probably going to trade it into something else for that reason. Right? Very we smart. Be, yeah. Yeah. We want to. We don't know who they're going to marry our yeah. kids. We don't know who they're going to marry. You want to be the number one destination with the most toys and yeah. you know the the best setup yes. for the grandkids. You got so so. Where are you building, or where are you thinking about? What are you doing? Real estate. Um, in in Colorado, we have a town that's a little small town there, and and somewhere in the Caribbean that we already have. Um, you know, we also have a little place in 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 Ann Arbor that I really love. Wow. One of our kids love goes that. to Michigan and we stayed in the hotel there one night when we went to visit him and he's, you know, he's, we went to drop him off. He's a wrestler there. We knew we'd be coming back there, going back there a lot. And I said, we can't stay in that hotel again. And so we found this little bitty small townhouse in this. Oh, cool that's so cool. And I could see us, I could see us in the Midwest somewhere. Um, I really, I really, really could. I, and it's, I, and Ann Arbor is pretty big. I mean, it's a college town. There's, you know, 50,000 students. Um, but it feels small. Yeah. And everywhere. I like, I like somewhere that kind of feels, feels small. Hey, Mark Consuelos, I know how busy you are. I really appreciate you taking the time, man. Thanks, man.